expectations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Since I've been ordained a priest and can convey a blessing to all of you, I have said at the conclusion of the service, remember that God loves you and that God will never lose you. I stole this blessing from one of my priests, Russell Kendrick, who is now the Bishop of the Episcopal Diocese of the Gulf Coast. He said it every Sunday when I was in the pews, and these words became what I repeat to myself on days when the world seems bleak, when I feel alone or doubt my purpose, and when I wonder where God has run off to. The blessing speaks straight to one of our core human fears, that because we do not see God or feel God, sometimes for years and even decades, we wonder if we have lost God. Or worse, we wonder if God has lost us, that God doesn't care about each of us individually. When these periods happen, some of us know how to wait patiently, believing that God is still there like the man behind the curtain. But many of us, in our doubt, go off in search of something that might fill that God-shaped hole, or even convince ourselves that we must work for God or be good enough for God. The parable Jesus offers in Matthew illuminates this waiting, though it is a strange one. The parable is confusing and sounds a bit brutal. It's the night of a wedding, and the bride's attendants are all up and ready, waiting for the groom to come so the wedding and the festivities can begin. He is unusually late. And all of them, the wise and the unwise, fall asleep. When he suddenly comes, half of them realize they are unprepared. They run off to the store to get what they think they need, oil. But by the time they get back, the moment has passed. They no longer need oil for their lamps, and worse, the party has begun and the doors to the private party are closed, so they miss out. And Jesus says this is like the kingdom of God. But how? What is Jesus telling us about the kingdom? That some of us will be shut out? Hardly. God's grace and love is for all of us. God wants all of us at the party and is just trying to tell us how to get there without delay. Jesus's parable shows us just how unprepared we might feel when God unexpectedly shows up. We are not supposed to be like the foolish ones and scurry off frantic trying to better ourselves for God. We are supposed to be ready. No matter how dark the night is, 
with whoever we are and whatever we have. We are to stand up, ready, unsteady, unsure, believing that God will give us the light. As Christians, our eschatological belief is that we live in this worldly gray space of knowing that God is with us and the Holy Spirit comforts us, but we are not fully united with God in the way we will be at the end of times. So we wait and we fall asleep sometimes, but we know we are waiting and haven't arrived because we see the ways that the world is so far from the kingdom of God. We know it because wars are raging in countries around the globe. We know it because relationships are severed and tethered and because our loved ones suffer from illness and heartache. We know it because fear, we have fear about vulnerable people and animals and forests and melting ice caps. This is not heaven, not yet. But do not be afraid. The bridegroom is coming even when it seems like he won't. And when God comes, we don't have to change ourselves or to develop new skills or even learn better prayers. Those things sometimes distract us from God's very nearness. God wants us as we are. And God will continue pursuing us because as much as we long for God, God longs for us that much more. I'm reminded of something the Episcopal priest Martin Smith wrote. Often people think clergy are called by God because we are advanced or have a better understanding of God when in reality we need extra help. So God gives us ordination for tutoring. <laughs> I relate to this, my friends. I fumble through understanding God and prayer and living the life I know God intended for me. I struggle with making the best decisions. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. But as your seminarian intern, and as your priest the past two years, your tutoring has helped me. Help me see that God is present with us right now. I have tried to live as my authentic self, even as your priest. That same priest and now Bishop Russell Kendrick told me when I started here that my job was to love you and to let you all love me. That was my assignment. And our Sunday and Wednesday Eucharist, our conversations in the churchyard, talking to you all on the phone and in hospital rooms, dinner churches and Bible studies have all been oil and my proverbial lamp. I know that God would have lit a different path for me to get to that wedding banquet had I these experiences or not, but you all sure helped me get there a heck of a lot sooner. Thank you. Thank you for your love, 
for your witness to the kingdom of God. I hope you all know that you are enough for God, exactly as you are. The kingdom of God is like people, like chaos, frantic, trying to make the right choices or being delayed in right choices. And there will be selfish ones and unselfish ones, but God still comes. No matter what we all do, God still comes. So Christ Church, no matter how dark it gets or how long you have been waiting, remember that God loves you and God will never lose you. <laughs>